Welcome to the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. I'm your host on this side of the microphone, on this side of the earphones. I'm Eric. I'm Jeremy. And here we are with uh, the episode that's uh, going to be all about the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. Oh. Hey, that was good timing. That was like an edit. Mm. Was there an edit there? No, that was live. Live cork poppage from the uh, today's beer sponsor, Duval Belgian Golden Ale. Ooh, Bottled, delicious. conditioned, poor unhurried unhurriedly poured poor unhurriedly so slowly how do you say that Un- unhurriedly unhurriedly <laughs> don't ask me how to pronounce words know. you know how bad i am it's Fuck got uh pilsner malts bohemian hops and a unique yeast strain combined combined to create duval's intensity aroma and oof and the usually long maturation process. Wow, there's a lot of big words in the wow. description of this beer. I'm gonna stop reading, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You're gonna let the uh, the flavor do the talking. Oh, I just poured some on myself. Oh, don't pour mine. I know you and your head, dude. You're going crazy with the head again. Look at it? it. Yeah. Here, let me try. I'll try yours. Hold on. No, that no. one's mine. No, no, no. I got it. Don't gotta... do it. You got it. Slow, unhurriedly. You're oh. you're hurrying. Did you hear that fizz? Unhurriedly. It should take you an hour to pour one beer with this. Oh, my God. All right. So, we'll just let these mellow here. Oh, man. I'm so parched over here. I've been, I'm so thirsty. You can just drink right out of the bottle. I walk. Yeah, we should just grab two bottles like that. What's the percentage on those? Um, on that stuff? Let's see. This is... 9.1. Oh, you know what? We're supposed to use these fancy goblet glasses. Oh. And then you're supposed to slant glass, pour slowly, gradually, straighten glass, enjoy perfection. Speaking of beer, while we let these mellow. Well, that would kind of suck, wouldn't it? If you, if you reached beer perfection, then you'd never have to go anywhere again. You it could just, just quit, right? You just like <laughs> settle into the Duval routine. and You brew one keg of beer and you're like, wow, well, I'm done. Everything else you ever drink is Guess like... Guess I'll move on oh, to this something shite. else. This is shite. This is shite. Oh, oh Duval, that's perfection. I'm going to see what the jerky trade is like. See if I can perfect my turkey jerky. Think you could make tomato jerky? Yeah, well, sure. You grind it up. Well, what is? They have like that fruit by the foot roll up stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so you yeah. just make it with tomatoes. Good God! All right. So I've actually, if you ever had tomato paste right out of the can, it's it's like a little smeary, but it's kind of like tomato jerky. I went on a brewery tour yesterday. Which one? Miller. Wow. Have you ever been on the have you ever been to Miller Valley? Uh I think I have. Oh, I think Jesus. so. There's very f- creamy froth here. It's beautiful actually. You could float a cherry on <laughs> I that. Could, yeah. I just need a spoon here to to eat that out of there. Yeah, it's like oatmeal. The Miller Brewer tour. So we, we uh a coworker and I went to Milwaukee for a conference and when we were done we're like he's like, Well, you know, do you do you gotta be back anytime soon? I was like, Well no, I don't got anything going on. He's like, Well, I used to grow up in Mil- I, I grew up in Milwaukee. <laughs> I used to grow up and now I grew up in West Dallas, but uh so he grew up in Milwaukee. He's like, we should, you know, I haven't been to the, the Miller tour in a long time. We should head out there. And I was like, Well, you know, all right. I mean, I wasn't overly interested, but I was like, whatever, we'll check it out. And well, I mean, long story short, it was it was interesting. Um, it was very. It was a basically an hour and a half long Miller commercial. Sure. So now I kind of expected, you know, Miller beer has been around since the 1800s, right? According to the well, in different, yeah. I mean, not 
as highlight. It no, no, no. Yes, at Miller High Life. Well, they, they had the woman on the moon. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's the marketing behind it. But, yeah. I mean, Miller High Life is the original brew that Frederick Miller brought over from oh. Germany. What it was the story? He was like a, a brewer for a castle or something like that. Nice. I don't know, something like that. And he wanted to expand his brewing, so he came to America with a with a dream. And and yeah, the video is just terrible. So I was kind of expecting. Um, well, first, let me start off. We went into the gift shop, and in the gift shop, you've got... <laughs> That's where they start the tour? Well, no, the, the, the gift That's shop... That's where they start it and end it. Right, right. The gift shop's to the left of where you start the tour, and the tours <laughs> start like every hour or something like that. So we kicked around in the gift shop for like 10, 15 minutes, and, and they had some cool stuff. I mean, Hams is owned by Miller, Pabst oh. is owned by uh, Miller, uh, Leinenkugels, uh, Pilsner Urkel, uh bunch of other ones are owned by and so they've got all well, isn't miller like actually under the umbrella of sab well sab sure. south american country now south american brewing i'm gonna get there okay. yeah, but yes you're absolutely right and i think we actually podcasted about that a while back about the purchase of miller by sab coors is owned by miller really important but yeah it's like before no it was sab miller it was coors miller or miller coors or something like that uh, but anyways, in the gift shop, they've got all this neat swag. I mean, it's really overpriced. I thought, you know, you're at the brewery, you're at the place where they make it. You know, it, maybe maybe a shirt would be five bucks instead of twenty five. Well, because you're marketing for them, yeah. Good God, yeah, exactly. So, but I mean, they had like uh, blue hams delivery shirts. I was like, wow, you know, Eric would totally get into this. I'd get into one of those. But you know, even on sale, they were like thirty two dollars. So I was Jesus. like, oh my God. I mean, I could probably buy the embroidery, the you know, the patches, and put them on myself. But. That's the frugal frugalness in myself. And they had glasses and openers and refrigerators and all sorts Miller of stuff Miller fridges. There. So they had neat swag. And then so we started into the tour and they bring us into an auditorium. <laughs> <laughs> little, <laughs> little mustaches that you could glue on to make you look like an old German brewer. Little Frederick Miller <laughs> mustaches. Here, that's very frothy and oh, I apologize for that. But I, I can see you... Uh, yeah, I'm parched over here. I I'm dying over there. I'm walked so across thirsty. the desert. So we go into the the auditorium, and the girl's like, all right, here's a 12-minute video do uh, documenting the history of Miller. And I'm kind of expecting like a Ken Burns style. Ken Burns. Uh, the PBS guy, he does like the World War II or the Civil War stuff where it's like lots of pictures, kind of like the Corporal Oh, and slow-moving. Slow-moving, panning backing across. Up, back saying, in the 1800s. Maybe some sound effects of clink, 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 or, sure. you know, whatever. But no, it was just like... If you enjoy Miller time, <laughs> then this tour is for you. This is going to be a great summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Schmidt's gay. Uh, and back in 1888, Miller or Frederick Miller came and invented Miller time. I mean, seriously, like <laughs> wow. the entire like. I could kind of understand, you know, maybe starting off a little slow and, and having the Ken Burns style at the beginning and then going into the whole, and then they, you know, sponsored the Super Bowl for Miller time and Miller time and Miller time. But they just hit you hard and heavy with the, right whole in the Miller time, yeah. just right off the bat. And I'm like, just looking at my coworker, like, this video is atrocious. <laughs> it was just. Well, okay, let awful. me ask you this. What were the other. Um tour uh, people on the tour with you were they in were they like the fat beer drinking tailgaters no. that were like yeah miller time no 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 there was an older uh, couple with us there was a younger couple with us um 
Maybe. A whole bunch of Sunday school kids. Yeah, right, right. They had. Hey, the, mommy, can I try some? I think the Boy Scout troop was there. <laughs> um, you know, getting some samples so they could sell them to uh, you know door to door. Oh, sure. <clears throat> um, They're sponsored. I think the UNICEF is sponsored now. <laughs> UNICEF by Miller. Miller UNICEF. Yep. Fighting heart Special disease. Special Olympics. One beard and time. <laughs> Whatever the hell UNICEF does. Uh, so the video gets done, and then kind of the interesting thing starts. They take you to like uh, they take you up ninety six uh, stairs. Not flights, but 96 stairs. They Is that somehow with 96 stairs on the wall or 96 bottles of Miller on the wall? She just said, if, if you can't handle climbing 96 stairs, then you can wait in the waiting room. And they take you up to the big um, Brew giant kettles, yeah. vats where, you know, they, they Copper. mix all the... The yeah, mash. Yeah, they were stainless the tons, yeah. Yep. And actually, they, they did... They, they were, yeah, they are called mash tons. And they went through the whole process of how they make Miller mash and... Uh, <clears throat> Apparently, uh, Frederick Miller brought this unique strain of yeast with him on the boat over to America, and they've been cultivating this. And they showed it. Sure, in the it was video. his wife that brought it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, maybe we just. You should have asked that, Mrs. Any Miller's vaginal discharge <laughs> oh, for the last oh, two hundred years. See, now years. you just went too. F- now that was the Miller time video. Miller time. I was like the 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 documentary of Frederick. Clink clink. You had to go and. Her vagina. <laughs> See, now that's the difference. That's right, the difference. Right, right, right. I, I took it too far, maybe. No, no. It's, you, just, <laughs> you just voiced what I was right, absolutely. trying to beat around. But they actually showed in the video, um, the, the you know, they some guys scooping off the top and like... Croisoning. Yeah. And well, they had like sterile gloves and masks and everything. And they're putting them in these bins and they cultivate the yeast with every batch so that they can t- they can continue the Miller strain. So it's been the same yeast. Apparently, yeah. For the 800 same years. same family. Or no, 200. 1888, I guess. So that's 200, right? 1988? Yeah. Well, 120 years or something like that. Hmm. Uh, and... Uh, yeah. I just I just picture you know this guy on the boat with a little, little flask. Like, oh, I'm gonna make my it's thousand. like thirty day trip, and he's like, "Watch out for my yeast. This <laughs> is the very important. I must feed them. Do you have a little bit of? Hey, dude, you know we got people dying over here. This is a thirty day ocean yes, voyage. But this is my yeast. This is a yeast that for spawn Miller time. <laughs> <laughs> you do not know what Miller you time is. You don't understand is, what the future holds. Sh- yeah, but soon enough, <laughs> you will be celebrating with the Miller time. Uh, and then they, you know, they kind of went over the brand uh, uh, acquisitions of Line and Kugels and and all, uh, Milwaukee's best. I guess they own Special Export. Uh, Wait, so this was in the video again? Beers. No, this is this through, was during the tour throughout okay. the tour. I mean, there's like a little quiz where we're looking at just this gigantic warehouse of just aisles and aisles of, of beer, beer, yeah, mostly Miller Lite, but yeah. but all of the brands there. And then they had this little. You know what? What beers don't fit here? And they had Mickey's is owned by them. Uh, Old English wow. is owned by them. Sparks is owned by them. And Line and Kugels. And like, which one doesn't fit? And oh, Line and Kugels. Oh yeah, we actually went uh, <coughs> like two years ago or three years ago, maybe. Carrie and I went on the Line and Kugels tour, hmm. and it was the same kind of thing. I just when you said the warehouse, I yeah, remember there's not that like Line and Kugels time. You well, get back, just sit back, and watch some football. It's what? Miller time. It's yeah. Liney's time. It's what? What is Liney? Have yourself a berry vice. <laughs> <laughs> Have a berry vice. <laughs> Just relax around the pool. Experiment a little. Mm, don't know until you try. This is going to be a great summer. <laughs> I've got a whole keg of. Hot I have vice. my honey vice and my berry vice for my very special honey bear and my shandies. My summer shandy. Uh, and then they showed the packing. 
uh, facility where they just there's just bottles and cans and cases, just amazing uh, amounts of machinery that goes into, sure. and then just case after case after case after case. Did you see the bottling line? I did see the bottling line. Like so all what, the bottles were like. Did you see any women putting gloves on them? Well, that's actually what me <laughs> and my coworker were like. You know what? It should be a, a, a rule or a law or something that every day somebody has to put a glove on the assembly line for the tour. You know, up oh, there's the glove. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna do, do it. it. Uh, and they should have that music playing. <laughs> that should have been part of the video, maybe. Actually, it should have been. Yes, absolutely. Because that was a Milwaukee brewery. The beer that made Laverne famous. <laughs> there you go. Um, it then, probably was Miller. I mean, well, what are their breweries were back then oh well i mean because perhaps used to be a standalone in, in, in right milwaukee i mean you had schlitz right schlitz yeah was blatz from milwaukee yeah old milwaukee yep and i think they all were their own individual entities for, yes. for a long oh, time absolutely. until you know the big until the umbrella bought them and yeah, the trapper conglomerate the, the miller trapper keeper ate them all up conglomerated them conglomerated that up uh, and then there on in Miller Valley, there is the there are these caves, and the caves are all closed off. But apparently, uh, Frederick Miller and his Coopers and his group of people dug out these caves in the side of this hill, and uh, that's where they stored, stored the, the beer, barrels sure. of beer. And also, kind of interesting, they had a laser show, kind of a not. I don't want to, like, it wasn't like airplanes and, and, and laser strobes, but dancing girls. You know, they, they bring us into this room. There's this big mural of, of Frederick Miller. And Rolling he, a barrel, yeah. Well, and his and his family and friends, and they're, they're enjoying Miller time. No, they're not having Miller time. They're just having, like, a good old time. And there's some music playing in the background. And then the lights dim, and you're kind of looking around. And, and all of a sudden, it's kind of cool. Frederick Miller is sitting at a picnic bench or whatever, and it looks like a painting, but then he stands up. And he walks towards you. He's still projected on on the wall. Uh, and he walks up. He's like, hello, my name is Frederick Miller. And then he goes on about this, uh, the history of the caves. And one of the interesting things is, uh, like, the walls are all dug out. So there's a, a hollow space between the cave wall and the mountain, not the mountain, the hill that it's dug into. And what they would do in the 1800s and probably early 1900s is they would cultivate ice from Lake Michigan, Lake Winnebago, etc., and pack it into the sides of the walls to keep the beer at a controlled temperature. Well, I guess I don't know how much you control it, but at a cool temperature sure. all throughout the year. I found that kind of interesting. They don't do that anymore, obviously, with modern technology. But Right. Well, they do the same thing up at uh, Wallerstein Winery. They have caves up there that they used to like store... But do, they, but do they store them there anymore? I mean, we did. That uh, actually, too. I think they do. We yeah. Remember they had like that that weird cave down underneath at the end of the tour. Um. Yeah. I don't. There was something about caves because th- that's where the, everybody goes to watch the eagles or something. It's right below the caves or something. I don't okay. know. Whatever. And then so yeah, then then you you do that. Um, they show you that, and then they they take you back to. Um, and Frederick what? Miller's rolling over in his grave because <laughs> they stole his good name. Well, he's like, I hear that you people enjoy Miller time. I am so happy that you are celebrating my name every time you raise a tasty Miller to your mouth or something stupid like that. And I was like, oh god. But I mean, obviously, is is whole family is probably well taken care of oh yeah miller lineage has been 
Yeah, you got to wonder what what they're doing, hey? Yeah. Well, they're not controlling the brewery. Oh, that's for sure. That was also part of the video. So then they're like, you know, and and throughout the years, we've purchased all these different beers so that we can offer a a taste to to all walks of America. And just recently, we merged. I mean, I think Sab bought Miller, but they kind of sold it as we merged with Sab to become Sab Miller so that we could offer the flavor of Miller worldwide. And then they show like... Africans like they weren't holding beers but they're like dancing and stuff and then oh my it was God. it was it was pretty bad. Uh, so then at the end of the tour they take us to the Miller Time Tavern. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, you get three samples. Full size? Uh they were like 8 ounce. I, they were 8 or 10 ounces. I'm not sure which. So they weren't little shot glasses. I mean mm-hmm. it was it was enough to three beers of that size and you know the span of 25 minutes you'll, you'll have a little bit of a buzz uh and so you know it's like when you go to wallersheim and they have all of their wines laid out and they're like okay you can have what three or four samples or maybe it's have as many as you want i, I don't remember what it was but you really have an opportunity to say oh well let me try that one the, yeah that one okay and they pour it for you and you drink it well this is like you're sampling miller light mgd and uh, Liney's uh, Sunset Wheat. Wait, Li- Liney's isn't owned by Miller, though? Liney's is owned by... It is? Miller, yeah. yeah there's did t- we go over that? We did. I, I did I mention that. I thought you that. said which one doesn't fit, and I was thinking Liney clues. Oh, Liney... Well, see, it didn't fit because uh, Old English, uh, Sparks, and um, Mickey's are malt liquors, and Liney Kugels is a micro oh. brew. I didn't know Lightning Kugels was owned by Miller. Yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't really know that either. Holy but Christ. If you look, when you go at the starting of the tour, so to the left was the um, gift shop and to the right is a big timeline where it's Frederick Miller coming over the season. And somewhere, I don't, you know, within wow. the last 10 years on the chart was because they always uh, talk about because there's always like the two Lightning Kugels brothers are like, yeah, we've been running the Lightning Kugels brewery for so long and we still do and blah, blah, blah. So I don't. That's kind of out the window, huh? I don't think they brew and bottle Line and Kugels at the Miller um, in Miller. Valley. No, that's up north in Milwaukee or I, in I, Madison or in uh, Wisconsin somewhere. Yeah, Chippewa, Chippewa Falls. Falls. That's right. I believe so. I think I don't know if that's like like a wholly owned subsidiary where they're like we own you, but you know keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Must so be. I, I think it's kind of like that. But they don't own Point, right? Point they, still standalone. They do not own Point, right? But I, I think we did their tour a couple oh, years ago too. I've never done the Point tour. We got some root beer. Uh, in the caves, they actually had like this glass case of all of these uh, beer bottles from like the late 1800s, early 1900s. And one of them was actually Point Special Beer. What? Uh, they, well, not as an acquisition. So there was all these weird types of beer in there that I've oh. never heard of before. Like from, from, from Madison, from Wisconsin? From Wisconsin, yeah. And uh, the, one of the tour guys was like, and, and you'll notice in the glass case in front of you are some beer bottles. These are uh, breweries that... Uh, existed in Wisconsin, still exists, may not exist. Uh, but these bottles were collected around the time of Prohibition, and this was part of oh. Frederick Miller's personal collection. Oh, so he, okay. yeah, and uh, you know, uh, well, anyway, so did they go into that at all about how Miller survived Prohibition? A little bit, and I don't know how much of it's truth um, versus fancy. And what they said was. The Miller breweries uh, started producing, excuse me, stopped producing beer, started producing non-alcoholic malt. Crush, I think, crush soda. Malt, non-alcoholic malt beverages. Point, yeah. Which yeah. just sounds awful to me. No, actually, well, you've never had a malt 
like a like a I've Vitamalt like a chocolate malt. No, a Vitamalt. A lot uh, they sell them at the African store uh, right next to my store, and they're actually very good. They're they're very okay. rich. They taste they kind of like beery, beer? but without hops. Yeah, okay. and they're a lot sweeter because. Oh, okay. The, the sugars have not been transformed into alcohol. Right. They're pretty good, and their their claim is that they're very healthful. They're, they're Healthy? Good. Yes, yes. So, like, malt soda, maybe? I mean, that's kind of what... what Goyo. Goyo? Oh. Goya? Is that, like, a malt beverage? They make it. Yeah, they make oh. a, a malt beverage that they sell, I think, at okay. Woodman's. It's, like, in the Latino section there. So, that's what they said, uh, is that um, they made non alcoholic malt beverages and sodas and that's how they were able to stay afloat during prohibition mm-hmm. uh but then i kind of wonder you know you got you got your unique strain right and you've got all of this equipment set up to brew beer i wonder how much of the underground might have been supplied by miller during prohibition you know those that that's kind of an interesting question i mean you, you could do a lot of research and i certainly don't know much about it but we could conjecture here because yeah, that they would be set up perfectly for it. But you would think that if the government was really serious about this prohibition thing, they would I suppose know they, that, okay, this is one of the biggest breweries. We are going to have our eyes peeled sure. on them. Unless, of course, there was people, uh, which is not, this is not completely out of the realm of uh, feasibility. The government actually had people that were like, hey, well, you know what? We're going to keep our eye on them. But we know that the underground liquor market is going to be very lucrative. So... We'll kind of keep an eye on them, but we'll let some stuff slide under right. the, oh, the back room. Nothing to see in here. This is my family's heirlooms. Don't look yeah, in here. These yeah. are from things from the from Germany. This is from Germany. That, yes, my grandmother's wedding to us. There's no room. effect on American policy. Well, all right, no problem. Here, just give us fifty bucks, and we'll go to the next part of the. Uh, you know, I'm we're, just, we're inspecting your plant. You right. know, the, where the W? Where's the beer production facility? <laughs> it's not under here. The the B the the, uh, the alcohol fermentation area. The, the, the instead of the, the WMDs. Yeah. The yeah BFA. What'd you say? Alcohol AFA. Yeah, alcohol. Anyways, uh, so yeah, going back to the whole uh, sampling thing, um, I was, you know, kind of like, well, you know, I pretty much had all of the products that Miller owns under their umbrella. You've had them at some time. Pilsner, Urquell, and all the Lion Kugel's flavors. You've taken them all from behind at some point or another. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you've donkey punched every one of their products. You got to try ones. I mean, like I said before, you don't know until you try. I didn't like it. <laughs> it wasn't for me. Not my cup of the tea. The pills in Iroquois? Um, the bottle's too small. You get stuck in it and then it hurts. No, I don't have that problem. I'm I'm really small. I'm buying a Hummer tomorrow, actually, to compensate for my my really insignificant Insig- wiener. Yeah. Uh, so they come out. H2 they, or H3? Uh, well, fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm getting the H1. I'm, I'm getting the big motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> I'm, getting the, I'm getting it straight from the army, bitch. Oh, you could probably <laughs> buy uh, Governor Schwarzenegger. He's, oh. he's probably looking to get rid of that on Craigslist or eBay there. That's a stretch one, isn't Would it? Would anyone like this? I... I I can't afford it anymore. I'm trying to put the money into the into the schools. <laughs> the kids, the, the children kids, need, they to, need learn. to learn. I would sell my Hummer to get my money. I am trading it for a Prius. Imagine Governor Schwarzenegger driving around in a Prius. Actually, uh, his latest Hummer is like a hybrid. Oh, for fuck. Oh, so now it gets seven miles to the gallon. <laughs> well, no, but the ridiculous thing is, and, and this is, didn't you read this article? No. I mean, we're going a little off topic here. That's but okay. He, um, he had this special Hummer made up that was like that ran on, on on hybrid fuel or something. He was big and into, he didn't uh, dri- he didn't drive it to his to his engagements where he would speak. He had it 
in the back of a big semi truck driven out there driven out there then the last mile or two before he would sit in there and he would drive it up there and look like he was getting it kind of like the bush thing when he flew into the yeah. aircraft well, mission accomplished i i think i heard he was a big proponent for uh fuel cells or Oh, the hydrogen? Yeah, which is like a technology that's like, maybe, yeah. but it's like really at its infancy. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, so, okay, back to the sampling. So, at, at your Wollersheim, you, you do the sniffing, and you do a little taste, and mm-hmm. mouth feel, and all that. Well, you got a Miller Lite sitting in front of you, and how many? I don't know how many cans of Miller Lite you've had in your life, but it's just like... 3011. You know, some Miller Lite, you know, bring yeah. on the MGD. So they did all that, and there was a couple of people there. There was this older couple, and I don't know if they were from maybe maybe out of state. Siberia. I mean, I don't know where in this country you can't get Miller Lite or, or MG. Um, it's it's down south. Anheuser-Busch has a, has a big muscle in the market. Uh, Budweiser probably has a bigger market share in the United States than Miller. That's possible, but I mean... And down south, it's like all Budweiser. Seriously. That's possible. I mean, it's, I, out, not, it's out of St. Louis, you know? Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that. But when I was in Florida, they had Miller Lite. Okay. Maybe it wasn't as, you know, I'm not saying that they didn't, prop, you know, that they don't have it. Budweiser. So you may be right about that. But I mean, because there's a lot of bars you go to up here that don't have Budweiser, but they have Miller Lite. Right. And especially now with this Coke Pepsi thing, it's probably becoming kind of a, kind of a, you know, but one or the other. Miller. But right. Well, yeah, absolutely it is. Of course it is. So, you know, a lot of places down there, if these, if these people are from down south and they've, it's like, oh, oh Miller, yeah, we've always, we've always heard about Miller. We've always wanted to try it. But, oh, let's go to Milwaukee. Or, yeah. Let's get the true, let's, let's meet Frederick. Let's, let's get it straight from the, uh, straight from the, the German's mouth. The German's What's cock. it called? The, 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 the. The mash tongue. The mash tongue. Just, there you go. Just tap that thing in my mouth. So, okay, so you whatever. Got, you got your, 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 your light and your G. Yeah, the and uh, so then comes the Lainey's uh, Sunset Wheat, which I've had before and I didn't like. But this was off of a tap. And I was like, well, all right. And my coworker's like, oh, I got I to gotta drive back. You know, you want to drink this for me if, 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 you know, if I'm not feeling it? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'll never let beer go to waste. So the beers come. <clears throat> I take my... my sunset weed i'd take a little sip and i'm just like oh oh god <laughs> was it really bad it was terrible and you know i, I kind of put it down and he takes a couple sips of his and i he doesn't say anything but i can tell he doesn't like it i finish mine and he kind of pushes his glass towards me and i'm like i'm sorry buddy i i have to renege on my deal i, I can't drink this it was just terrible, just awful. Wow. And nobody else at the tables. Everyone sucked down the Miller and the MGD. But as soon as it got to that sunset, we everybody had like two or three drinks and then just kind of pushed it aside. Hmm. And the elderly couple that was with us, they were doing like a Wallersheim uh, tour thing where they were sniffing and they were tasting. And this one woman, I mean, you got like eight or ten ounce glasses. She would have two or three sips of the Miller Lite, set it aside. Waited for the MGD, two or three sips. And she had like three big full beers. Like she didn't want to drink all of it. She just just wanted the sampling. I was like, that's really bizarre to me. I could see doing that. Like if we went to some crazy German brewery where they've got alts and, and, and whatever else and like big, thick, heavy beers and you're looking for something that maybe you want to drink for the rest of the trip. 
and you don't want to get wasted. Although I, I no, I can't see that happen. I would drink all of them. <laughs> I'd take that back. I would drink it all. Yeah, well, you, you can't get your mind in, into old people's minds. They they got some crazy thoughts. But so, what did she do with the wheat? Did she drink it all or just no? Sip she, it again? she had a couple. I mean, there was like an equal amount of each one of these beers left. Like she literally had two equal. But uh, like obviously, everybody else did not even touch the wheat. No, they did. You know, that makes me like right away jump to a paranoid conclusion that they're they're trying to squeeze that beer out Light of the, out. yeah they're trying to squeeze that beer because it's like it all because right here here we're podcasting about it well that's gonna get around everybody that takes that tour is gonna be like oh the miller was really good the line includes sunset weed was shite i think though because isn't sunset weed brewed on washington island and that's their big i don't remember i think i thought capital brewery made a washington, oh island wheat okay, made an that's island right. wheat. Yeah, so okay. that's it's not washington island wheat but anyways okay. i think it's my fault that we got the capital I mean, sorry, the, the, the Sunset Wheat. Because during the tour, she's like, okay, and at the end of the tour, you're going to have Miller Lite MGD and Sunset Wheat. So we get to the bar. <clears throat> we get our first round and then our second round. And, and then somebody else is like, oh, we're, we're going to have a line in Kugels next. And the woman's like, yeah, you guys are going to either have the Sunset Wheat or the Amber. And I stupidly corrected her. I was like, oh, we're going to have the Sunset Wheat. And so maybe if i'd have been like oh we're gonna have the amber for everybody in the i think i oh. blew it for everybody i mean because i don't think i've actually had the liney's amber but i'm sure uh-huh. i would have enjoyed it a hell of a lot more than the the sun you should have said uh we're having the duval Did you? <laughs> yes we're gonna have the duval mm. Mm, the la rosa the oh ooh. hasn't Miller oh, bought la rosa yet they don't own la rosa but they own peroni what the hell's that? Peroni is another. It's it's a really weak lagery uh, Italian beer. Did you, where did you get to try that? We didn't get to try it, but they had uh, Peroni swag in the gift shop, and I think in the um, warehouse I saw a row of Peroni. Well, how do you know it's a weak sh- lagery swag? What? Oh, I've I've had it before. Oh, okay. I mean, I've drank it. Before. I I didn't have it on that tour, but yeah. So, anyways, well, uh, see, that's really weird that they only offered you three different beers because at the Line and Kugels thing, they had like all their beers. That's what I was kind of. I mean, again, it goes back to if I was on the Liney's tour, I would be totally like, oh yeah, give me that. Oh, you got a new the 1880 Bach? Yeah, let me have some of that. But you're at the Miller Brewery, and they don't really. In and they have fifty different beers. Yeah, but yeah. they don't really innovate. You know, I mean, like I. What am I going to sample hams? I'll, I'll fucking go home and, and buy a 24-pack of it and have a drink before the weekend. You know, I love, I like hams. I like PBR. Yeah. These beers that Miller offers aren't new on my radar. I mean, maybe if they would have had like, well, this is our brand new Miller, well, Umlaut Miller, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's, it's it's original recipe. Exactly. Schlitz. Well, they have they have like the the lime Miller or something now. They, don't they? Yeah, they had the Miller, the Chilato. Or the Budweiser makes the Chilato. Yeah, they had the Miller Miller Chill. That's what it is. Is that Budweiser with clam juice? Yes, the Clamato is the Budweiser with the clam juice. The You're ch- right. Chilato. Chilato. What did I say? Chilato? Clamato. 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 Haas and Pepper I've Incorporated. It's glove flavored. Yes, they had the Miller Chill. We had the Miller Chill. We didn't like the I didn't like the Miller Chill. I kind of liked it. All right. It's it's like a it's like a it's like a Corona with, with a, a lime, with a yeah, lime already yeah, built like into it. I like that. I like that lime thing. Maybe it's just the the kitsch of having a lime, but I, I like. I mean, well, and Land Shark, you know. Well, I really okay. like that. I, I like the idea of flipping that thing over and then it's but, whatever that. Fl- and maybe it's just that German or not German. It's that Mexican, Mexican. beer flavor, whatever it is, because it's like Corona and then Land Shark, like. 
Those are lagers. So there's well, nice okay, light, but, crisp uh, beers that so, kind of quench the thirst. You know what we should do? We should get a, a six-pack of bottles, the green bottles, 33, what is it? Rolling Rock. And we should, I like I like rolling. We should rock. put a lime in it and see if it's if it's similar to those Mexican beers because I think there's something that they do. They use a, a particular mal, malt or barley or something or a particular yeast or whatever it is or hops or well, he, no hops or whatever it is. You know sure. how I'm saying? They, yeah, yeah. The flavor is really different a little bit. It's it's very weak. I think lagers in general. It's weak, are but very, it's good, not, when, not, especially when you put that lime in there. Well, let me let me clarify myself. I think the lagers are weak on the hops flavor and more on the the malts and stuff. I mean, they're not heavy flavored beers. They're not thick. I mean, you go... Certainly no hops, yeah. You go... You're working well, outside. here is like... Whoo! Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Sorry. You know, you're working all day or, or you're in Mexico, right? And you're... <laughs> it's hot <laughs> hey, in Mexico. Hey, what would you like to drink? Oh, I want the La Rosa. Oh, no, 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 my friend. You do not want a La Rosa. I want the pomegranate barley wine. <laughs> I, I no, mean... Oh, you want a nice light beer. It's hot. Yeah, exactly. That's my exactly my point. If you're on the beach or floating down the river, you know, in a hot day... Do you want a La Rosa? Do you want a alt? Do you want a big, an alt, heavy beer? A porter. I'd like a Guinness on the river. <laughs> it's a river Guinness. Yes. I mean, do you want that or do you want yourself hams, a hams or a Corona or That's a the PBR beer refreshing, or, yeah, or, yeah. Or, or a land shark? I mean, imagine if they canned uh, a land shark and you could take that down uh, the 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 river on the tubes. Oh my God, I'd be so drunk. But going back to the lime thing, I think. That has a lot to do with the whole process of it, right? So maybe that's why I didn't like the Miller Chill because it's all built in. It's ready to go. You yeah. crack it open, you drink it. Whereas a Corona, you, you open the Corona. You know, It's not a twist off. Yeah. You got to get the opener. You cut your limes up. You put your lime. You put your thumb in there. You twist it upside down. You let it float to the top. Let that flavor infuse. You flip it down. And then there's that whole careful of removing the thumb so that the beer doesn't blow out, right? And then... You get that sip and it's a little lime and fresh lime if it's not probably some artificial flavor that they've yep. concocted in a laboratory to yep and it's you got know like uh, yeah like uh, chemicals to make it last longer. I mean, think about how how do you think they they do that? I mean, if you put lime into uh, your mash, I mean for, that's that sugar that's in there. I mean, there's sugar in a lime, right? There's fructose in there. That's going to ferment, and then you're going to lose all that. Lime well, it's also as, it's acidic, so, so it would it would change the flavor. Yeah, absolutely. so I mean, so it's like, probably a chemical. Uh, it's, it's a it's a molecular structure that's similar to fresh lime flavor, but it's chemically produced. So you got to figure out like where in the brewing process is this lime injected? Yeah, right at the end or whatever. They probably just add it to the big batch. Oh, 47 drops of this pure chemical essence of lime <laughs> uh, oh i put 48 in this Woo! look oh out this is gonna be a, well then see then it's like the uh oh the Dow 1947 champagne from from the the region of france is oh it's worth 400 dollars a bottle because it was a really good year for the grapes because uh-huh. the, the 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 uh the, the, the cold front came in early the rains yes and and the grapes were fantastic and the, there this was a year, slight frost that really brought out the tartness Oh, this grapes. vintage is fantastic. So, you know, the guy the guy worked oh, put forty eight drops of the lime juice in and the Miller Chill is your Oh, then the two thousand nine Miller Chill. Two thousand nine Miller Chill. That that's that's, that's a, the fucking limey. That's the beer. 
the fucking limey. If you are a beer connoisseur, you got to get yourself some 2009 chill. <laughs> <laughs> and if it, it is 2009, so get out there and buy a couple cases and stick it stick in the basement. It in the basement on your tchotchke it. shelf. That was okay. So that was um, that's your retirement fund right there. Exactly. Just, <laughs> I caught all this chill from two thousand nine. <laughs> My kid needs to go to school. For I got, like, I got, I got, but I got four thousand in shares in GM. <laughs> well, <laughs> who's gonna do better when they uh, want to travel around the world when they're ninety? Are we going bankrupt? Are we being bought? Is this stuff? Hey, I got beer. What the fuck? We sit in the basement without our teeth and drink beer. You know what you should do right now with your 2000 shares of gm is get them so at the very least you can wipe your ass on something Actually, <laughs> <laughs> well it cost me 400 or use them but... as napkins or beer deck beer beer coasters um miller light uh when you buy it on the shelf three weeks ago it was being brewed the turnover wow. time on on miller is is about three weeks they they do a a uh, seven-day brew or, or whatever when it sits in the, the primary fermenter. And then they pasteurize like Miller Lite. MGD, they don't pasteurize. They do that cold filter bullshit, which I think is just a big gimmick. And then it sits um, two weeks in the can, and then they ship it out. So it's can-conditioned. It's can-conditioned. Well, or, or if you buy Miller Lite in bottles, it's bottle-conditioned. But yes, most of the beer you're drinking are canned-conditioned. Friedrich, man, he is spinning. <laughs> oh my! What have you done with my formula? The aluminum is reacting with the ketones and creating a, a well, and then the awful up- matrix of flavor. So then the other question I had, and I, I didn't ask it because I mean the tour guides were the like they're like twenty two or twenty three year old girls, cute girls, but ah, the tour guides, the tour guides. I mean, they had, were they wearing like little skimpy halter tops, like no. from the Fifth Element? They weren't like the Miller girls, Lilu. Multipass. Multipass. We have multi beer. No. Multi beers. They 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 knew what they had read from the tour script, which they didn't carry. I mean, they had it all committed to memory. Of course. But, but you ask like that. You ask them any question, and they're like, "Well, man, I'll get back to you on that." You know, like, "Oh, really? You're gonna get back to me on that?" But and <laughs> <laughs> when you got back to the to the to the little the pub the Miller, Miller pub there you should have you should have like looked hey, for him wait, hey I, I had some questions you were gonna get you some follow up on you wanna on? get back to me on this huh uh, uh, what are you doing after your shift here well we did actually let's, ask let's go have a point lager I hear they're pretty good we did actually ask the question we said when were these caves decommissioned in favor of the warehouse and she's like um 1850 I mean 19 uh I'll get back to you on that. And she, she disappeared. We never saw her again. Um, but the question I had, okay, so supposedly Miller High Life is the original formula that Frederick developed when he was in his castles in Germany, right? I'm wondering, did he come over to America, brew his beer, and call it High Life? No. I'm sure he didn't. Because I, I looked at the timeline because I would expect it to be like, you know, Miller Lager. It's a Pilsner. Miller, I think it's a Pilsner, isn't it? I think Budweiser is a lager. Yeah. And yep. Pil- uh, uh, Miller is a Pilsner. Pilsner. Yep. So I would have expected it to be like, I don't know, you know, like like Duval here. It's some funky, I don't, what does it mean? What is it from? I don't know. I mean, did he really come over here and come Duval. up with like a the super really American name? Yeah. Like, welcome to America. Here's my beer. It's called High Life. 
Well, Miller, too. Yeah, I guess Miller's a pretty German name. Miller was his last name. Yeah. I always kind of thought, like, it came from, like, you know, the Millers of the old country. Yeah. Well, but it, it did. It, it did. did. That's how they, that's how well, people that's got, how their they names. got their last name. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Uh, like, uh, you know, Blackthorn, the, all right. the, the blacksmith or whatever. He actually showed some, um, video of the coopers assembling the kegs where last name would, of cooper there you right, go where he would where the and the coopers uh did not carry the barrels once they were full their responsibility was only for building the barrels and then they had other oh so that's jerry barrel carrier <laughs> yes how'd you get your name well, it's a pretty interesting name there you got i'm a barrel carrier my name is friedrich barrel carrel <laughs> Battle Carol, Battle Carrier, Barrel Carol. Um, so it was fun, huh? Good yeah. Times. Yeah. Well, oh, I yeah. Speaking of beer, beer. Hold on. Let's see if I can do it again. Oh, it's it's an Omegong. Oh, that was it good wasn't timing. quite as good of a timing. Ah, uh, it worked. Uh, Omegong, you folks. I'm getting kind of uh loopy here uh you should check out uh and this also has the fancy glass see now i kind of want to do this i maybe it's kind of kitschy and maybe it's kind of like uh i'm gonna pour this one. Oh yes by all means pour this one please um that was another thing they had at the miller uh gift shop was they had like the pilsner urkel glass and they had the peroni glass and they had they were seven or eight dollars a piece but I've always kind of wanted to do that, you know. Like my dad, he is kind of a beer connoisseur, and he has he has the Omegon glass, and he has the, you know, the the, the specific kind of you know, like wine glasses. You're, you're not supposed sure. to. You, yep. There's various yeah. so that you or can champagne in particular, right? So that you can get the flavors and the uh, uh, the the aroma and all that sort of stuff. <clears throat> I've kind of wanted to do that with beers, and I I kind of feel you know like that's kind of an infusion of stuff into my life where like why do i why am you know why am i going to have all these various classes when these pint classes that we're drinking out of right now work just fine maybe that's just upping the beer snobbery to one level i'm not sure uh but anyways yeah so uh I, we've spent an awful long time talking about beer, but who the well, heck, you you said something about um, who can't relate to beer, so we're gonna keep talking about beer for a little you while. You said here. something about the uh, the they were environmentally friendly because they the the carbon dioxide that's produced they they sell to yeah. the uh, refrigeration companies and the yeast they sell to soup companies. Yeah. Well, what what are they, what do these soup companies do with this? I have no idea. Like it's like it's like an additive. Hey, it's like a like a like a um. A, a healthy thing i think that you, you put into soup i can imagine that it would probably yeast nutrient be pretty flavorful or pretty well it's it's a lot of there's a lot of good nutrients in it i mean it's a it's a dead animal basically well i so, mean so it's the spent a lot of good yeast. protein it's, in it's, it. yeah. it's not going to produce any more uh alcohol but it's this this concentrated was well, dead stuff right it's dead yeast but it's got all of the uh, flavors imparted from the barleys and the corns and, and whatever else went into your beer. So I, I guess, I, I, I don't know. They didn't elaborate like we sell it to the Campbell's company. I, well, they probably clean it of all those other flavors. They don't want it, they don't want it like flavored. I got my Campbell's Miller time. Right, right. Sure. <laughs> Chicken noodle Miller time. But anyways. Uh, well, okay. The thing yeah, about yeah, the, yeah. the thing about the carbon dioxide uh, up at the Point Brewery, I remember this in particular because it, it kind of interested me that you sir pour a fine beer. Thank you. There's a um, a lot of uh, carbon dioxide produced uh, during the beer fermentation process. There's a lot in there, a lot yet actually. 
Um, and because if you've ever brewed your own beer, you know, you know, yep. the, the bubbler, bubbler, bubbler. Yep, yep, yep. And the natural fermentation is when you add your your priming sugar. Yep. And so you you carbonate in the bottle. And uh, the big breweries like Miller and whatnot, they'll, like you said, they harvest that CO2 and they uh, sell it to the refrigeration companies. Right. But then how do they, how do they carbonate their beer? They have to use like another type of CO2 that they pump in at the end. You know. And they, see, Point yeah. actually takes the CO2 that they, that they harvest from that and they use that. They don't, they don't add sugar at the end to, to, to prime it. They pump the they carbon pump dioxide. They pump the carbon dioxide the that they, they actually clean it. They clean the carbon dioxide somehow. They run it through an air filter and then they, that's how they pressurize their beer. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, they did mention something about how Miller carbonates their beer and I want to say that it was a little bit less industrial than what you said, but I, I don't ex- actually remember exactly how they, they said they carbonated their beer. Well, it's, it's probably money. I mean, it, it depends. They probably look... <laughs> they, just, they just grind up money and yeah, throw right. it in there. <laughs> they, they Well, they probably look at the bottom line. They say, all right, well, we can sell the CO2 that's being produced, and there's tons of it. We can sell it to the refrigeration companies because they, to produce, you know, um, high-pressure carbon dioxide in pure form is probably pretty expensive and the refrigeration companies need tons of it so we can sell it to them uh, for a lot of money right. and then we'll just use a little bit of it to, to pump into the beer and to, <clears throat> to pressurize it or whatever but to actually use the stuff that you produce and like clean it and then put it back into the beer I don't know I mean it probably depends on it. there's like a five cent per per hundred gallon difference but when you're producing as much beer as Miller they right. might look at that and say, oh, well, you know, we produce a billion gallons a year. Yes. That's going to save us $100,000 or whatever. Yes. Let's go ahead and do that. You're, you're, you're probably right. I, they, I, I don't remember what they it said. It doesn't really matter. But, but yeah, I, and they, were, they threw out like these ungodly numbers like, in one hour, we produce 192 million bottles of Miller Lighter. It was something ungodly, stupid, ridiculous like that. And like I said earlier... You know, it's seven days in the in the fermentation tanks, and then twenty four days out in the loading dock, and it's gone. So they're, I mean, if, if they're able to create millions of bottles of beer a day, and I mean, with storage, wow. I mean, no, I mean from from ferment from from actual creation to the shelf is like three weeks. It's it they don't stockpile this stuff, right? So they sell a fuckload of beer, I guess is my point. Well, of course. And we're drinking it, right? I mean, there's the, the, the American well, public, yeah. I mean, the world, I guess, is drinking this beer. That's a lot of beer. Well, what do you, okay, one brewer's game. How many gallons of beer Holy shit. would you guess, you know? Uh, uh, yeah. I Can you mean, imagine? If you could probably... Probably... If if you could... Um, a gallon per, per family or Collect per, per, all the cans from one brewer's game. You could they don't probably, do cans, though. They do the plastic bottles or the cups. Ooh, plastic bottles. They did actually bring that up in the... In, in the late 90s, we developed this innovation of plastic bottles, environment, they, they, like, environmentally friendly plastic bottles. And I was like, well, that's just kind of like an oxymoron. I, I can't believe you just said that. But environmentally friendly uh, bottles so that you could drink, you could have Miller time in places that you couldn't used to have Miller time. Like where? the zoo, for example, you yeah, can't um, have cans at the zoo. You no aluminum around the polar bears. They they get excited and I, I guess I don't start peeing all over the people or something if they see aluminum. I don't know, but I was at the. I mean, when it first came out, if you remember, like the ad campaign when the when the plastic bottles first came out <coughs> in the late nineties, they showed like 
some guy exercising and he gets done exercising and he sits down and he twists off his plastic bottle of Miller. So they, they were like really marketing it as like, it's the athletic beer, you know? Oh my God. And so like uh, Phil and Jenny and I went to the Milwaukee zoo and they had plastic bottles of, of Miller and we're like, yeah, let's get some beer. And so we got some beer and I'm like, come on, Phil, let's, let's go run and then crack open our Miller and have some sports beer, you know? so what? Where was the environmental angle on that for, for See, they plastic? Did, they didn't elaborate. Uh, actually, no. I mean, was it made out of like old corn husks or something? <laughs> they did say that it's like eighty percent. It's like made out of eighty percent renewed materials or recycled materials or whatever. But I mean, come on, you can't you can't spin plastic and say it's environmentally friendly. Right. I mean, if you've ever done any excuse me research on it, wow, this omegang, whoo. Uh, eh, there's only a certain amount of plastic that you can recycle, and then the other ones percentage of it. Yeah. The other percentage of that, even the ones in the tooth, there's no such thing as 100% recyclable plastic. There's byproducts like well, and even the stuff that is recyclable, how much of it gets into the recycling, you know, channels. Right. Well, you know, exactly. How much do you just if throw you're away? if you're down at the well, I suppose, and if you're at the zoo, you probably just throw, throw it, in it in the garbage, garbage. can, right? Or the if you're down at the lakefront, right, you just throw it in the garbage I mean, can. The, the garbage collectors aren't sorting through there to find the right. plastic bottles, right? So that all goes into the landfill at some point. Yep. Uh, well, then so do the aluminum cans, I guess. Yeah, at but, that point, but yeah, yeah. I mean, but but metal. I don't know how good it is for the environment, but I mean, metal eventually, the aluminum cans will break down and and turn into dust yep. or whatever and glass glass all i don't think does glass break down i mean it, or it's, does it just get smashed well, glass is basically like sand pieces? it's just sand it's silica so really glass is the best way to go yeah pretty much you know i mean even if you throw that in the garbage and it ends up in the landfill i mean it'll get ground up and shit's gonna turn into smash rocks. into it yeah. it's gonna turn into sand yep wow yep there you go well, um yeah so don't don't drink your beer out of, i mean you <laughs> Well, the whole concept of drinking beer out of a plastic bottle yeah, is it it's kind of mind-boggling in and of itself. It doesn't it doesn't feel right, yeah. Well, because, look at look at the plastic bottles at like soda though. I mean, I mean god, how many they produce, you oh know? Oh my god. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, just Well, and Well, this I mean, go back to to what I what I first okay, said about yeah, how yeah, if yeah. if you could go to Miller Park and don't fool yourself. There's still a hell of a lot of guys out in that parking lot drinking Miller out of cans, right? You know what? You might be able to get the plastic bottles at Miller Park, but I don't think... Inside they, the park. They don't do bottles and cans. But yes, you're right. Absolutely. But if you're, you're out there you're tailgating, tailgating if you could pick up every one of those cans from one, you you could probably make $500 in... in I mean, if you had a big enough truck. Yeah. Maybe. Seriously. I mean, because they... And they just probably... If you walked around... Did you ever do that when you were... I don't know like if... Like collect it, cans? I don't know if it's as... Uh, and I hesitate to use the word lucrative, but I don't know if it's as cost effective as it maybe was when we were kids. You're older than me. You're. Bur- I've had big chunks of aluminum that I brought over to the recycling plant. It's right over on right uh, down the road from my house. Your birthday was yesterday. How it old was? Thirty nine. Happy birthday. God damn. You know what? I meant actually, I, I apologize. I meant to actually start the podcast by wishing you a happy birthday Oops. rather than launching into this big Well, you can just pull out the Hams Delivery Guy shirt and that would make it all okay. Eric, I spent $32. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> this is sweet. I'm going to wear this to volleyball when I can start playing again, but when I was nothing a, else. <laughs> nothing at all. Nothing at all. When I was a kid, can collecting was... Oh yeah, sure. Lucrative. I mean, you. Oh, oh, okay. It, I mean, you could go to like in, I lived in Stevens Point as a kid, and they have uh, like they have a big band shell on the uh, Wisconsin River, and uh, they 
always have festivals or bands or whatever there. And you could go there, and 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 a kid and I, we would get garbage Ur- bags. Urlaub or Urlich? Huh? Usman? Usman. Usman lived in New York. No, oh, it wasn't okay. Usman. I can't remember what the kid's name was. But uh, I actually chipped my tooth getting these these cans. Wow. Right? I, that's how committed I was. I, I tipped up a garbage can, and it knocked me right in the tooth and chipped it a little bit. Uh, but anyways, uh, y- yeah, and, and, and you take them to, like, the Kmart parking lot where they'd have the can-collecting machine. You'd sure. dump them in there and weigh it all. And we'd try to fool it by throwing rocks into the can to make it weigh a little bit more. But somehow it knew. I mean, we, we weren't able to fool it. And, you know, you you put in, like, four or five garbage bags full of cans, and out would come 10 bucks. I mean, for a kid, when you're eight nine years yeah, old i mean yeah. that's 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 good coin i mean you did you, you worked for it but i don't know that that exists anymore i mean when you took oh, your, sure it does yeah when you took a big chunk well I, I guess for a kid i mean it was easy for me to go to the kmart parking lot and dump my cans into this machine and have it like spit out a bunch of money i don't see those machines anymore i mean i know that there's a recycling plant in town well it's actually right down the road from my house you know where they're working on the on milwaukee street that that over the bridge yeah there. i know where it is i know where it is and i take that way to work almost every day and i see four or five car pickup trucks with Full of cans, Big though, bag right? Full of cans. Pick, yeah, pickup trucks. And with, these are the guys that just like go big, around. Yeah, big they go around the sides that like can extend the the, sure. the cab or not the cab but the bed. Okay, you know what? All right, right across the street from my house but is how uh, much High Stand you... Park. Okay. Okay. You, if you would take like two big black garbage cans and just do do a round of frisbee golf. Why do they have to be black? Why can't they be white? Because ninety percent of the time they are black. Why can't if you they go be to the Asian? Store. All right, so you have Hispanic garbage bags. Sweet, thank you, thank you. If you would do one round of frisbee golf, there's 18 holes there. Yep. And you dug through the garbage at every hole, you would have those bags full. You could take them over there. You'd probably have what do you get? Ten bucks, probably. It's 35 cents a pound, and uh, you probably get 10, 15 pounds out of a bag. So how many five five dollars a bag, a full bag? How many cans equates to a pound? Probably probably 25 or so. I wouldn't really uh you know want to bet my life on that but they're probably about a, a, a uh, an ounce each huh no well maybe 16 ounces you think they're an ounce you think an empty can i have an empty can well no it's less than it's probably two, i mean I, i'm not a, a half an ounce it's probably a half an ounce i mean they're they're pretty they're, they're probably a half an ounce yeah i don't know they're pretty light i, I don't know okay so, so maybe 30 30 <clears throat> 30 to a pound and so thirty can so about a penny a piece. You said thirty five cents a pound. Thirty five cents a pound. Thirty two. Yeah, yeah, penny a piece. Yeah. Well, I guess. Heck, I mean, all right. If you're walking in the parking lot and you see a penny, wouldn't you pick it up? Oh yeah. Or if you saw a nickel, well now, like, wait, wait, wait. like four stalls down, would you go out of your way to pick up that nickel? Let's define this now. Is this is this a penny like infused in gum and smushed onto the parking lot, or is it just laying there? You know what though? If it's just laying there, I'll pick it up. Okay, it's right. Like all nasty and like. Okay, gum and, and you know what? When you're I'll when you're collecting penny. cans, you don't go goof goofing around for the for the nasty <laughs> for the ones. Nasty ones. That... You go to the places where you know they're like above the rim, <laughs> as uh, <laughs> as uh, what's his name from Seinfeld would say. It's it's above the rim that that it's not been tainted by anything. Right, you right. just oh there's and half the time over at uh, High Stem Park. 
people, the, the garbage cans are so full that people just throw it on throw it on top and it falls to the ground. So it's like yeah, there's like this fresh can. Yeah, there's a ring of cans. Yeah, it's like they're worshiping the garbage and all the cans have crawled up and they're like you know genuflecting or whatever. They're falling <laughs> down to the big garbage can. And you just have to pick them up. No, no, don't take us away. We love the garbage. Huh. So. I mean, okay. Well, so so it still is kind of a viable. It's still a viable thing. Thing to do. Yeah, there's there's some people that come into my store that that I've told about the high stand part because they're like, oh yeah, we go and collect cans. You know, the guy goes fishing all day. I don't know what he. That's what he does. Okay. And he's like, yeah, I collect cans. I make I make some money in doing that. You know. Wow. And and if you'd go to Miller Park, if you'd go down to Milwaukee on the the lakefront, if you that's go all to, plastic, man. It's all plastic. So no, it's in the park. In the park. Okay. I'm talking okay, about, okay. I'm talking yeah, about yeah, tailgating. Yeah. Okay. If you gotcha. climb around, you know, after the tailgating is done, when everybody's gone in to see the game, if you'd go around and I got you, I got you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Somehow I'm trying I've to. Been, I saved my cans at at work for about um, a month. You, don't you just throw them in the recycling? I, I did, but then <clears throat> then you realized you could buy an extra pizza. Well, if you so save I had cans. right. So I had, and I get those. I get those that. big uh, Arizona iced teas. Yep, those are those are probably an ounce probably piece. An ounce. <laughs> well, they're they're what? They're probably ounces? two times that. Yeah, right. So twenty four right, ounces. So sixteen of those. Cans. So I, you know, I would have. I have one of those every other day or so, and yeah. I, because you know they have a sale over at Walgreens that yeah, are sixty cents. You don't have to justify it to me. So I have I had one of these bins, and I had it just about full of cans, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll throw that in the car, and just on my way one day, I'll just and even if I get two, three bucks, you know, whatever. That's that's a lunch for me. Yep. I went to work, and it was it was empty. Somebody had <laughs> somebody kiped somebody your had cans. Take down my cans, but. I, I I wasn't pissed. I was like, well, okay, you know what? Somebody so I, needed it. Somebody needed it, and somebody you know went. I was going through the effort of of saving them. So there, then they're there. You know, I mean, it's of course it's a lucrative thing, and you could go around with your kids and go to the park and just walk around. And say, all right, we're gonna pick up. I mean, I, I went with Lily across. Uh, there's a there's a park like kind of, not high stand, but it's like a little bit further down the road. We just went for a walk. We walked over there, and I took a, a big garbage bag, and I was like, "All right, you know, she's gonna walk. I'm gonna walk. We're gonna pick up all the all the garbage we see." That bag was half full, you know. But unfortunately, now I've got her in that habit. So every time we go yeah. to the park, she's like, "Oh, water bottle." She goes and picks it up. Oh, oh here's a bottle cap. Here's a condom. You know what? Whatever. She, <laughs> I'm like, you well, know what? Sometimes, you know, it's my daughter actually has that infused in her, and I think it comes from your sister because your sister watches her every Monday, and so we we've. I mean, it's a great idea. Don't get me wrong, but we've never really pushed it. We've never been like, oh, let's collect garbage. I mean, that's a great idea, and I think, I think at some point, I would actually not not like to adopt a highway, but I would like to take like a section of uh, Highway 51 and just call it my own and say, you know what? This stretch of Highway 51, I'm going to pick up garbage. Me and my daughter, we're going to go out every other weekend. Well, we could do it as a family somehow. Yes, yeah. So, all right, every, every two weeks, you know, we'll take a turn. You know, we'll get a big fat bag of garbage. We're going to throw it Are away. We, and then we have a picnic. Like, go out there for two hours, walk up and down. Right. Collect it, and then we go have a picnic at the park afterwards. So, after we wash our hands and everything, you know, yeah, and, and celebrate and say, hey, you know what? Yeah. Look at how much garbage we picked up and take a picture of how much you took sure. and weigh it and then keep a graph of it. And, <laughs> like, well, like hell, like it would pie make a pie chart. It would make an interest a, a pie Bar chart. Graph. A, a garbage chart, yeah. Look, uh, well, geez, December was a cool, pretty low actually. month for us. I think we need it would, to. All right, it would teach the kids garbage. about, you know, methods of mathematical no, no, statistics I, it would teach them about how to use excel programming okay look i mean they, you, you, they'd you, get into school and, and the teacher would say 
Does anybody know how to use these? I have a pie chart right here that describes how much garbage I picked up last summer. Five years of garbage collection (laughs) that me and my dad went and All right, so you took it a little bit far, and and it's not a bad thing, but what I was going to say is that I I think it's a great idea, and it's something that I would like to do when she's a little bit older, but I think your sister's already ingrained that into her because when we walked to the park, she'd be like, there's some garbage, there's some garbage, so she's She's constantly picking up garbage, and then she's like, and you're like giving oh, put it, that down. Put and that she's down. like giving it to me, and I'm yeah. like, I don't have a bag, you know, so I'm sticking it. So I've got like pockets full of garbage when we get back to a, my house from from her picking. I mean, that's great. I mean, that's awesome. I I, I wish that all children would have that yeah. instilled in them, and we didn't have any fucking garbage on the streets. But anyways, yeah. So Even beer, the- beer, 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 beer. Um, recycling. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I recycling beer. I like doing that. I I I'll, filtering I'll it through my ready own to uh, filter out some beer here. Oh yeah. Uh, Omagong. Filter out the alcohol. Put it into the brain. Omagong and Duval. Let your Belgian brain uh, play with ale. it. Let your brain uh, work on it. I think. Uh, I I actually think we're we're out of time here. Uh, it's it's it's. There's no way we're out of time. We haven't talked about anything. What did we talk? We've been about? talking about beer. This has been like the extended beer vlog. Wow. No, we, we had no video. We should get new pictures. Wow. I just got my pictures taken because it was my birthday yesterday. Yes. Yeah, so happy birthday. What are you like? Fifty two. I'm forty two. Forty two. Oh I'm, well. Yeah. Happy no, Douglas three Adams more years day. and it's I'm there. So you're I finished. I finished. Thirty nine. Uh, Dirk huh? Genley's. Yeah. Yeah. 39. How does Great. it feel to be one year, excuse me, one year away from a monumental, Jesus Christ, 40? monumental. Why is it monumental? Well, because it's a decade times four. So? It's 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 a changing. I'm of, at a decade times 3.9 right now. What's you'll, the difference? You'll, you'll no longer be in your 30s. You'll be in your 40s. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about, uh, yes, I mean, you're right. I mean, you're 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 39. I feel like 40 I'm. And, 21 but you're 26 gonna, i don't know i i you're gonna be in your 40s i don't know it, it hasn't sunk in you know i if you ask my dad who's 84 he's he's probably thinking well i feel like i'm 50 i feel like i'm 30 yeah I, but have you seen that guy he's with it definitely with it mentally but i mean he kind of shuffles around and falls and cuts himself and bleeds all over the place yeah he had some bad <laughs> he had some bad stints there but i mean even last just last year he was he was you know out there working on the garage i mean he was out there hauling two by fours around and shit you know he's, i'm kidding i'm kidding and carl is definitely he's he's him. he's getting there yeah but you know i can't even imagine i'm 32 right now i, I just can't I mean, 32 wow you are eight years younger than me or I'm, a, I'm, I'm young I, no you only have a month before you're 33 so you're only right right next six month. years really right but i'm mean, still i i just 40s is just I can't even um, grow. I, I still can't even grow a full beard, right? And I'm in my 30s. Well, I can't either, as you can For God's see. sake. So, like, I, I Okay, mean, you know what? All right. I feel young. I think I look young. You don't have... Okay, see, maybe it's a little bit easier for me. I don't I don't think about it quite as much because it, I actually kind of live vicariously through my, my siblings. Okay. And so, Heika is what? Heika is, like, almost 50, for Christ's sake. She's got to be close to 50. So, I kind of you know been riding on her coattails and then my brother when he turned 42 because he's the one that hooked me up with right the whole douglas adams i was like dude you're 42 that's the meaning of life blah, blah. he's like yeah yeah whatever, whatever. <laughs> i'm living at home with my parents you know <laughs> i'm like dude get the hell out of there you know not gonna happen i know i know i keep uh but then again it wouldn't have happened for me if heike hadn't you know stuck some chains into my uh 
bolts and pulled right right got me out of there you know lassoed you out of the uh i mean i i was yeah i was on a downward spiral but um i don't know 30 anyway so that's not even my point my point was that i had to my license had expired oh shit i gotta yeah anyways it was the day and i was thinking all right and so i i hurt my back on monday what kind of a pain in the ass was it to get your license renewed it took me about 10 minutes and i have and i had my license in my hand wow seriously dude okay we went over there at like Nine in the morning, it was raining. This was the crazy part. We pulled up, it's raining, right? So this was yesterday. No, on my birthday. Well, yesterday was your birthday, wasn't it? Today's the 28th? Yeah. Wow, I guess it was. <laughs> I think time has kind of slowed down because I'm in so much pain. Because you're so old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God damn it, slow down there, Shani. Yeah. Well, anyway, so we're, we're pulling into the uh, DMV's parking lot and... There were at least... East side or west side? East side. Okay. Yeah, right behind Sports yeah, Hub there. Yeah, yeah, There were at least three, like, motorcycles yeah. with cops right behind them doing their doing their road test yep. in the rain. Yep, sure. I'm like, wow, that would suck. Rain or shine. I did I my mean, entire... Bad enough. I did my entire motorcycle class in the rain, but go on. Wow. It would, well, I, it just blew my mind. That would suck. It did. <laughs> it was cold and fucking rainy. I did my motorcycle. And motors. so on your license, you're... you're I've got the, the, the D and the M or whatever. So I did guess. you have to get a new license when you when you got those? Yeah. But I didn't have to do the test. I just brought in my certificate from the class and they printed me off a new license. Oh, so if I just take the class? If you just take the class, you're automatically... You don't have to take a test? Yes. Really? Are you because sure? Because part of the class is doing a road test. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. See, I kind of wanted to get that before you I got my do, new you license. You should do the class. You I just should, go back I in. I don't even know if it costs it's any like, money. It's, there's like, last time I went in to talk about it, though. Well, the class costs like 35 bucks. Uh, it doesn't but, matter to me. It's like two-year waiting list. What? Yeah, there's like a two-year waiting list to get on the METC class. Wow, that's changed drastic. And you have to have your own I motorcycle, did. I think. Wow. It's kind of crazy now. Wow. Yeah. I have folks at home are probably uh, maybe not, not caring maybe about I'm, this conversation but yes I, when i went there they provided you with little little tiny honda 125s and uh you, wow it was fucking raining and i had to do a had whole, you ridden motorcycles before that yeah oh i owned a motorcycle at that point and with a learner's permit you can drive your motorcycles during the hours of of day you just and you don't even have to do anything to get that you go in and you f- you answer like 10 questions you know wow and then you can drive it yeah Pretty much any time you want? Uh, not night, but any other time of normal daylight hours. You wow. can drive your motorcycle with a learner's permit. But then again, when the fuck am I? I mean, come nice. on. I got two kids now. I, it's, anyways. Okay, well, anyways. So I'm 39. It's my birthday. I got uh, 10 minutes. Wow. Because my I've been, picture, I, I, look like a, I look like a hippie in the line for a soup. I've you know, been dreading. Crazy. I've absolutely been dreading because, I mean, like the state budget cuts because we're in a deficit and all this sort of stuff. And they talk about they're cutting like all these positions at the Ten DMV minutes. and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, fucking hey, it's going to take me four hours to. Ten minutes. Go, go in the morning. Here's the other problem. We really do have to wrap it up. And at right. this point, it's just kind of like verbal masturbation. I have a lazy eye. You know, my, my right Still? eye is a little... Well, it's never going to not be lazy. It's it's amblyopia. It's actually... A, Dude, it's there's, a name there's people patient. that came in. There was a girl well, that came into my here's store my today. Point. Holy here's, crap. Here's my point. A woman. Uh, the last time I did my, my driver's license test, I go in and... Uh, all you do is an eye test, I think. So I did an eye test, yeah. She, so, she asked me like two questions, though. Yeah. Like, Read the top line. Do you see lights? Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. So I stick my head down there, and I look through that little black thing, and she's like, read the line. And I, I read the left line and the middle line, and I can't see a right line. 
And I'm like, oh, okay. So I read that and I, I look back up at the DMV employee and she's like, absurd. There's more. So I stick my head down, kind of angle my head to the right. I was like, oh, BYX wife was, you know, whatever it was. And so now I'm really nervous because that was like eight years ago because our licenses are now really eight, years, eight yeah. years. So it's been eight years and I'm older, you know, like has my eye deteriorated? Am I even going to be able to read it? If Just know to tilt your head. License. Tilt I, your head. I know how to do that now. I know that I, I understand there's now three sections to the eye test, but now I'm like, is it going to be all blurry? You know, I'm like, kind of nervous about it. And, yeah. and it's expiring in June June 14th. So Going I, on I, your birthday, they'll be like, oh, happy birthday, blah, blah, blah. They'll be distracted by that. Talk to them. I threw this woman for a loop. She She was sitting there. Well, first of all, I walked in and there's like two people and there's a big line for the two people. What mm-hmm. do you need? What are you, you going to do? And they and you say, this is what I want to do. They say, okay, you have to fill out this form, go over there and fill it out. And then here's your number. You wait for the number. And there's like A, B, C, D, 164, Right, 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 right. Problem and, is my birthday is on a Sunday, so I can't go in on my oh, birthday. Oh, well, anyways. so anyways, throw them off, throw them off. Like, so I got my thing. I filled out my form and I didn't even know if I filled it out right. You know, I, I just, I wrote down some stuff that I, they ask you these questions where it's like, well, you know what? I'm not, I don't have all this information here. I just wrote Madison or yes, or 1994. Were you ever convicted of a, of a <laughs> OWI? Yeah, 1994, <laughs> whatever, time and date, exact times, uh, whatever. 6 p.m. They called me up there. Okay, your number's up. I went up there. It's this big woman, you know, kind of a heavy set woman. And I'm like, hmm. Was it Patty or Selma? I I would say it was <laughs> probably Patty. Okay. So so she uh, wasn't a lesbian. No, no. Okay, she was okay, more okay. of a. Gotcha. Well, actually, she looked kind of like Divine, so maybe she was Zelma. But <laughs> Zelma was more smoker. She was more. They're both Bleh. smokers. Yeah. yeah, but Patty was not quite as right, right. into. It. I don't. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I don't have my Patty Zelma. Anyways. Anyhow. Right. I right off the bat, I was kind of like, oh, so do you have kids? Mm. She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, she's like, but I have cats. <laughs> and she was like, working. I'm like, oh, I have two cats, blah, 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 blah. Do you know anybody that has kids? Because I have a children's retail store. And I gave her, she's like, oh, I know somebody. And then, and then she was like, sugar, you know, and I could have probably like gotten half the letters wrong on the top she would be like oh try again just just nope just move on let's get your picture taken <laughs> so they just you gotta you gotta right, play you gotta em. butter them up gotta a little butter them up and get All the right. fat old ladies with no kids you know because they're she looked like a i was like oh my god maybe i should gonna get like some current pictures laser. of my kid and like have like a big billfold and be like oh i want to see my and pictures my, of your and cats, cats and kids <laughs> i have three cats and two dogs did you like here's my pictures and here's pictures of my kid with the cats <laughs> it's adorable all right, folks. I, I hope you had fun. I've definitely had fun this. It's evening. been a good time. Yeah, it's uh, it's impetus to go out and get a, a beer tour because well, it's brewery a, tours are good times. Maybe an impetus to get some Miller Light. Although, meh, meh, yeah. Get some Amagong. Oh my god! Wow, I'm gonna Sweet sleep well and tonight. Sultry, yeah. So uh, on that note, episode sixty four, sixty five is in the can. Five is in the can. It's it's, it's being aged. Oh, two weeks, a week in the can. We're gonna throw it in a cask. A cask. A cask. Right? Isn't that what you throw some beer in? 
like a like a cast. not Miller Lite. That's aged in the can. <laughs> it's can can fermented. Yeah, can. But the TFI cask is definitely not a Miller. Oh, Lite. it's a TFI cask. The it's TF- thrown in the TFI cask. The TFI cask is something to be savored and enjoyed. TFI cask over a long period of time. It's a sipping podcast. A sippy cask. <laughs> a sippy cask. It's a sippy cask. All right, don't spill it down your front. Don't uh, don't spill. <laughs> let's uh let's uh yeah that yeah. So uh, contact us. Let us know. Tell us about your brewery touries at the mm. Pop Syndicate forums, Quick Stop Entertainment, or just email us at tfi at tficast.com. Hell yeah. What's your favorite beer? Yes. We'll, oh uh, we'll talk about it. We'll drink it. What's your favorite? Yes. What's Send your favorite beer? Send us a six-pack. We will uh, videotape ourselves drinking your favorite oh, beer. And we'll we'll mention your name and, and do a shout out. Hell yeah. And we'll put it on our uh, spinning wheel of wheel of beer. Don't piss on your hand. Peace out. <laughs>